Dear listeners, by popular request, we are doing the first ever annual Shonen Flop Awards, a.k.a. The, the Floppies. The Floppies! Woo! Yeah! I'm joined by my always terrific co-host. Can't make a show without him. Jordan, it's been a hell of a ride. We've read a lot of manga. A lot of good manga. A lot of bad manga. That's right, David. We sure did. It's been a hell of a year. This second year of Shonen Flop has shaped up to be a real barnstormer, I tell you. Oh, that sounds like one of those metal bands. You're like, oh, it's a deaf metal band and their main bassist dresses like a cow and they just <laughs> fucking <laughs> plays the cowbell really aggressively. There is a uh, cow-themed death metal band. I've also ran into a lot of people that think that male cows is a thing, including my girlfriend. That's one of those things that like, I thought as a kid and then one day I was like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. It did lead to that, um, that famous joke from the Power Rangers movie where one of the main characters is implied to have uh, jerked off a bull. Uh, anyway, yeah, the, any, awards, yeah, the awards, the awards, the awards, yeah, the awards. Yeah. First of all, I want to give a big thank you to everyone who submitted their awards and also people who submitted their categories. We had like 25 different category ideas and we ultimately got it down to 18. And I also want to give just a big shout out to Generic Man, T. Wolfwood, Jamie V-O-O-J-J, T. Root, and Marty for actually submitting their suggestions for who they thought should be nominated and win these awards. It was a lot of fun and they really really actually helped us influence. There's definitely at least two or three nominations that really, really I didn't consider. And I actually changed what series I nominated for the awards based on your guys' ideas. So thank you so much. It really did help us a ton of actually just thinking about shows. And for the context, every series that came out in 2021 and also Barrage, just because it's a little offset by a year. So essentially it is from Barrage all the way up to Nero Way of the Martial Artists were all for consideration of the series. So we have got a lot of really awesome series that are on the line. <laughs> and the way that we're going to be doing this is that Jordan and I have both nominated three series of which one of which we think is really the strongest contender. And then Jordan and I are ultimately going to discuss between the contenders who we think is the overall winner for the award. That's the way that will facilitate the best content for you listeners, for you who is in chat right now, who is in chat right now, for you, T. Wolfwood, this is for you. Oh, T. Wolfwood, what a guy. But yep, and then we will, of course, also just post a Google sheet with our winners and nominations. So if you want to see everything in glory, and of course, though, even though we've already done our awards, feel free actually to use the link in the bottom to get the template and fill it out yourself and just see how do you think our nominations stacked up to what you personally thought. Um, And let us know in the comments or in the Discord if you think, hey, really (laughs) shitty nomination. Hey, I really wish you had done this award. And then we can laugh at your bad opinions, too. Yes, we uh, certainly had some people with some very hot takes. (laughs) We're not going to get into it too much, but I think uh, some people just uh, might have misinterpreted the whole point of the question. So anyway, let's start it off with a Shonen Flop specialty. Our first award of the night is Best Dad. Oh, man. Can we edit in like a drum roll? You're editing it, so you can do whatever you want, my guy. So let's find out what the nominees were. Best Dad. All right, so I nominated Build King, Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, and Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin <laughs> for both dads of Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin. Yeah, I saw somebody did that on the um, the fan submissions, and I was like, oh, shit, that's a really good idea. Yeah, like I said, it really helps a lot that people submitted suggestions for considerations. 
My three are kind of interesting, I guess, if I do say so myself. So the first one is Orpheus, Hardboiled Cop, and Dolphin. You really can't top Orpheus. This is such a good dad. It's really hard to top him because he's got that thin. Damn. Well, you know, if you're skilled enough, it's okay. <laughs> My next nominee is actually... This is a strange one, I think. Uh, vampire, The Vampire King from Build King. That's who I nominated. I was like, man, first nomination of the night, Build King, for a positive award. You gotta give it all the W's it can get, because just like you, David, it's, it gets a lot of L's. Yeah, you know what? There's no W in Build King, but there sure is an L. Oh, yes. <laughs> that would have been a really good six-word summary. You know what? Uh, save it for year, like, 50-whatever when we redo Build King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my third nomination is the grandpa from Nehru, Way of the Martial Artist. <laughs> Who was in the series for four pages. Yeah, he was in the series for four pages, but oh man, what a four pages they were. This <gasps> man with no eyes. <laughs> yeah. Who saved Akebi randomly in the <laughs> woods and then gave her a poem and then told her a poem about the Buddha. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So Jordan, though, who is your ultimate choice out of the three? Gotta be Orpheus, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the first ever winner of a floppy award goes to Orpheus from Hardball, Cop, and Dolphin for Best Dad of 2021. This is Orpheus's first floppy. <laughs> oh, this is, this is a lot of fun. All right, <laughs> ready to go to the second award? Let's go to number two. So, as we know, the word shonen means boy, which doesn't mean girl, as we get into the award for worst female depiction in a shonen flop manga. Worst female depiction... My nominations are Godspeed, <laughs> Narrow Way of the Martial Artist, and I think my formula screwed up because I <laughs> nominated it twice, so let me fix that. Oh, so you didn't intend to just write Narrow Way of the Martial Artist twice? Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Jordan, close your eyes real quick. I gotta... Uh, I'm gonna close my eyes, close my eyes. And you don't want to miss a thing. Sorry, and Tokyo Shinobi Squad. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, that's very fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. George's like, you know what? Fuck it. Tokyo Shinobi Squad wins that one. <laughs> Fuck my nominees. I don't know about that. We'll have to talk about it. But, All right, so um, what are your nominees for Worst Female Depiction? So mine are uh, Phantom Seer, Teenage Renaissance David, and Nehru Wave the Martial Artist. I appreciate that we both knew Nehru was very sexist. Nehru made the women incompetent, but... I want to give it to Godspeed because that series by far had the worst ob physical objectation of the women in the series. I thought about Godspeed. I didn't I didn't include it because it does also like try and give like some of the women like some level of empowerment and, a and agency, I guess. It's not that it's not like it's not sexist, <laughs> but like just like the way that in Phantom Seer, every single time that girl is on screen, you just see her ass presented like super hardcore to the camera. That's fair. Do you want to give any points, though, for the sister mommy for having a strong female character in it? I don't know. At the end of the day, I think I did go with Nero. You know what? I'll give it Nero because I nominated it as well. Yeah. Our first ever winner for worst female depiction is last minute nominee <laughs> Nero Way of the Martial Artist. What an upset. Oh, my God. God. I thought that Tokyo Shinobi Squad had it in the bag, but then Nehru showed up. Sadly, it's not most racist depiction. 
Oh, no. Yeah, no. I mean... When we didn't even have the warts, but it already would have gone to Robot Laser Beam. For most racist <laughs> manga we covered in 2020. God, actually, I was talking about Hassan. Oh, Hassan, man, fucking based. Oh, God, you're still using that word. No, I was talking about to Hassan, like, how, on about how just obviously racist that moment in RXL is. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we turn things to a positive note as we get into best art? Best art. I was worried that you weren't going to say it. So, my nominees <laughs> were... Hunter's Guild, Red Hood, Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, and Double Taisei. We have the exact same- Are you fucking kidding me? Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, Hunter's Guild, Red Hood, and Double Taisei. <laughs> Double Taisei, it's like weird. It doesn't stand out to you, but then you look, you're like, wow, everything about that series is actually quite competently drawn. Yeah, and then there are moments where the art really does shine, when he does things, because he does this really smart thing where he um, draws, like, everything that's metaphorically going on. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, even though it's technically a shogi game, he's able to draw these characters, have, like, like Dragon Ball Z-level fights. Who's your uh, number one here? It's really hard. I want to go between Hunter's Guild, Red Hood, and Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, because yeah. I think Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin kind of has that competency of Double Tie Say, but has more wow moments, while Hunter's Guild just has like a really beautiful style that obviously you don't see anywhere else in Shonen Jump. So you know what? I'm going to give it to Hunter's Guild, because it was really beautiful art in it's such a unique way, while Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin is just really polished, but still kind of contemporary in style. I understand where you're coming from because I do really love how the artist in Hunter's Guild just draws... Thick women. Yes. Like, he really gets... Like, they have just this sense of solidity to them that, like, you find in really good uh, classical drawings, like Da Vinci stuff. But um, the thing about Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin is that everything is done extremely well and it's much more subtle. But there are just, like, these moments that are gorgeous. But even when those moments are not happening, everything is still looking really good, really nice. It's still looking really good. The artist is able to show a level of restraint that really helps it out. Whereas Hunter's Guild, I, I feel like sometimes, like when there's a lack of something going on in Hunter's Guild, I feel like the artist just uh, wasn't thinking about that section. Yeah, I think that's true. And I talked about that too. I also think that the art from Hunter's Guild also negatively affects some of our elements of the series. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. We had the same nomination list, but I think you make a good argument. So we'll give it to Hardwell Cop and Dolphin, the second win of the series. And I feel this is going to not be a stranger to winning awards tonight. Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin sweeping the floppies. <laughs> this is Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin's second floppy. <laughs> Okay, next up, <laughs> Jordan, this is really fun. I'm really glad we did this. Yeah, All right, yeah. next up is, of course, to go with the best, we have to have worst. So we are nominating for worst art. Worst art. I'm actually surprised we had a different list. We only had one series in common. So I nominated Bokasan, Build King, and Beichi. So Jordan, what are your nominations for worst art? Build King? Monster Tamer Girls and Godspeed. Bokasan really had some pretty atrocious art, and I'm really surprised he didn't nominate. Yeah. And same with Beachy, where Beachy had that like mid-tier, like 16-year-old drawing deviant art style. Yeah. That was kind of like a series I would have forgotten about, but I was reading through, I was like, oh, that's right. Beachy actually had some pretty shit art. 
It did. The thing about Beachy, though, is that the art got better as you went on. Like, each chapter, you had, like, a month in between, whereas normally you have, like, a couple weeks. And the author was, like, you know, obviously going from being in his early 20s to his mid-20s. All of a sudden, like, at some point, it stops being, like, disgusting to look at. That's fair. Whereas Bokasan, I enjoyed how some of the monsters were drawn. Mm -hmm. Build King just looks like shit. Yeah, do we just want to give it to Build King? Yeah. And I say Monster Tamer Girls because it's just the blandest fucking art ever made. It has a vagina monster. Yeah, Monster Tamer Girls is bland and Godspeed. I mean, the artist just uh, could draw some things and then really could. Oh, yeah, that artist could not draw fat people at all. Oh, God. So we are going to give it to Build King, a.k.a. the series that literally looks like if an American was drawing an anime parody. Even though it is... Not made by an American. It is made by one of the most experienced uh, mangaka there are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, though, speaking of mangaka of a lot of experience, let's get back to positive and talk about what mangaka do we think is going to have the most potential for getting a hit based on the series we covered. Mangaka with the most potential for a hit in their next series. This, this one's a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> you should take that one again. I was messing up on purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> we likewise have very similar lists. I did Double Tie Say, Iron Knight in the Hunter's Guild Red Hood. And I had Candy Flurry, Double Tie Say, and Hunter's Guild Red Hood. What was it that made you decide Candy Flurry over Iron Knight if that was what you were debating? First of all, I just genuinely enjoyed Candy Flurry a lot more than Iron Knight. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just straight up didn't see Candy Flurry as a flop. I thought that that guy really understood how to make an enjoyable comic. I feel like the Iron Knight guy doesn't fully get it yet. He's got potential, but I don't think he's there yet. Yeah, I just feel like Iron Knight is like one good editor away from making a great series. And then Double Tie Say is just a fucking really fun series the guy can draw. Double Tie Say is just like a good series, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hunter's Guild Red Hood, like, that series should have been a hit if you hadn't fumbled so badly in the first few chapters. Yeah. I want to give it to Double Tie Say. The guy can write and he can draw, and I really think there's nothing besides the fact that he just picked a really dumb base topic, stopping him from making just a really fun, goofy series next time. It's a shame because honestly, I don't even know if that's, I don't even know if I would say that. I just feel like this is a case where I say, screw you, Shonen Jump readership. Screw you, myself included, for not reading Double Tie Say. Yeah. <laughs> because I think he did a fucking great job with that premise. I really, really am upset they didn't get to go to space. Because you know yeah. if the series had gone on for five years, they would have played Shogi in space. I am also surprised that they didn't go to space. <laughs> I, I'm like genuinely surprised. Like until you said that in my head, I was like, yeah, they probably go they went to space somewhere in that series, no. right? Remember we were, we were talking about like Double Tie said we could have like 20 minutes just talking about weird situations where they could have played. And it just shows how awesome the potential that this author series is. Double Tie say rules. It is the definition of what this show is for. Yeah. Where we're looking for series where we read it and we're like, what the fuck? Why was this canceled? <laughs> so are you cool giving Double Tie Say the win? The more we're talking about it, yeah, Double Tie Say fucking earns it. This is Double Tyson's first floppy. <laughs> so next up is most improved. And by that we mean what series had the biggest quality improvement overall of the series versus the first chapter? So like... We read chapter one, we're like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this, and then it just jumps up. Yeah. 
This might be one of the hardest ones because, oh, looking at these nominations. Yeah. So again, we have a lot of overlap with I had Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, mm-hmm. Mora King, and Double Taisei. I had Double Taisei, I Tell C, and Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know why I didn't put I Tell C on it. I mean, yeah, I, I was not expecting you to put I Tell C there. Honestly, I'm just going to say give it, give it to Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin. That first chapter was a fucking mess. That first chapter, at the end of it, I was like, well, there were good things I liked about that chapter, but is this just going to be like a series talking about how, oh, cops are great and screw the people who try and record them or something? Yeah. Like, it was a total fucking mess, but man, it recovered, but it wasn't enough, apparently. Yeah. So... The award goes for most improved to Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin. Oh my god, it's another one for Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin! <laughs> it's its third win of the night. This is Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin's third floppy. <laughs> Fuck man, that's great. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so in contrast though, we have Most Wasted Potential where the largest decline of quality versus our expectations based on the first chapter versus how the series ended up. It's kind of like the opposite. You know, it literally is the opposite. It's literally, yeah, the opposite. So I had Hellward and Higuma, Teenage Renaissance David, and Iron Knight. I had Teenage Renaissance David, Hunter's Guild, Red Hood, and Monster Tamer Girls. If you gave me ten nominees, I probably wouldn't have put Monster Tamer Girls on that list. I know, I know. So tell me about it. I was really excited to see this author um, something very different from what I usually read, which is like the idea of just like this nice little story of girls taking care of a giant kaiju. And, you know, I was like, it's going to be a nice little slice of life series and like it's going to be funny and we're going to like meet their friends. It's just going to be like a nice kind of time. And no, it just I mean, it wasn't it's not like it wasn't a nice time. It was just really boring. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't have Iron Knight, which I thought would be like, you know, like the go-to when you think of a series that just completely fucked up after the first chapter. Well, I knew for a fact that you were going to do Iron Knight. Mm. But also, I don't know, the first chapter of Iron Knight, I definitely liked it. I don't think it blew me away as much as it blew you away. Yeah, but it's just such a cool idea because like there's not really any post-apocalyptic shonen. You know, it had like this series, like it literally thought it was going to be berserk for kids, which was sounded really fucking cool. Yeah, no, I totally get it. And like, I saw that too. But also like the way the author was writing it was not really like selling me on the future of the series. Like, like there were a couple really good moments in that first chapter. Mm -hmm. But like, you remember how it started with like that really weird sketchy art style? Yeah. And we didn't know if like, he didn't know if he was into his sister or something. Yeah, you're right. There was that weird incest thing where we didn't really know if they were biologically related. Like the first half of that issue was not very good. And then it got way better. So you could have said most improved across this first chapter. Yeah. So yeah, so Honoré mentioned to Iron Knight for most improvement from page one to to the last <laughs> page of its first chapter. Yeah, then stops. And then I just remember Hellward and Haguma being just like a fun series of that yokai, like, living their life and just like fun applications of powers and then it just kind of gave up on all of that if hellward and higuma is not in my uh most forgettable series section it's because i forgot about it no spoilers bro (laughs) but uh, we do have to talk about the one that we really have in common which is teenage renaissance david (laughs) yeah or that first chapter was hilarious and then he found out that's really all the material he had I was really looking forward to 
it just being better and not as pervy and less piss and uh mannequin piss fucking i love mannequin piss yeah mannequin piss very good uh, yeah uh but yeah do you want to give it to our overlap teenage renaissance david yeah yeah let's give it to teen renaissance david yeah okay teenage renaissance david this is their first floppy of the night <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. So next up, while the night is not over yet, we are going to be talking about endings. Ooh, that was a good transition. And we are talking about <laughs> craziest ending, where, as you guys know, most series have to wrap everything up in three chapters. And sometimes it is just a wacky time. Let us say, though, that the Eternus winner of this category, no one will probably ever top it, will, of course, be Stealth Symphony, but people will try. Stealth Symphony's ending is just so fucking wild. Like, they literally, oh my god, the main character turns out to be, like, the bad guy, and then they all go to real-life Japan. And you forgot the main character dies. It completely rewrote everything you saw up until that point. It was amazing. Yep. I mean, look, one of our nominees tried real fucking hard to top it. <laughs> and uh, I have a feeling about what that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so why don't I get into mine where I nominated the Hunter's Guild, Red Hood, Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin, and Double Tie Say. And I will say, I think I have two very strong contenders for craziest ending. But how about you, Jordan? Mine was Hunter's Guild, Red Hood, Double Tie Say, and Nehru. Oh, fuck it. Nehru's was ending was just really shitty. But his mom showed up and revealed that he was the son of a tech billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. What the fuck? That should have been the ending to Neolation. Like, all of a sudden, everything just stops. Uh, like, it's like it's like everyone was just playing make pretend, and then his mom literally showed up and was like, okay, guys, stop. Look, we got to talk about real shit right now. It was just like, what, what is happening? That is fair. It's hard between Hunter's Guild Red Hood and Double Tie Say, personally. Look, Double Tie Say is fucking great. It ends with them going to prison. It ends with them going to jail after, like, completely revolutionizing the entire fucking world. Shogi. It's so good. Oh, it's almost too perfect, you know? All right, yeah, yeah, we can give it, we'll give it to Red Hood, it's fine. We both know, yeah, yeah. This man is probably never making another manga in Shonen Jump again because he fucking hated his editor so much. He used the ending of his manga to just burn the bridge with his editor. It kicks ass. Dude, he just made it. He was just like, yeah, guys. So there's these dumbass people, the editors who just decide, yeah, I don't want you to make your comic the way that you want to make it. Oh, you notice that like your character sucks now, Red? Yeah. How about that? Like just amazing. Even shoehorns in two girls kissing and then explicitly as the characters say, I did this because I knew you would hate it. <laughs> what an incredible ending. Yes. It is so fun when series have just incredible parts, uh, regardless of their quality, which takes Ooh. us to Sora of the Year, aka the best part of a bad comic. Sora of the Year. Oh, Jordan, you forgot to say this is the uh, first win for Hunter's Guild Red Hood. Is this the first win for Hunter's Guild? Wow. Yeah. So my nominations for Sora of the Year go to Build King with the Vampire Dad, Narrow mm -hmm. Way of the Martial Artist when the dude actually was trying to draw panels, uh, like the <laughs> skeleton, and Ozu with its first nomination because the character designs were actually pretty great. Look, 
The guy's good at one thing. <laughs> Drawing hands. Draw- oh, oh, he's good at two things. You're right. My nominees were the horror moments in bl- in our blood oath. There's like two of them, but they're just like so effective. Oh, that would have been a good contender, actually, for best first chapter and then decrease for most wasted potential, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. My second one uh, is the Vampire King from Build King. It's so funny that Build King is getting the good awards. Don't worry, we have more bad awards coming yeah. up. And it's literally this award you only can be nominated for this award for having a good part. Like, Orpheus can't win this award despite being a great character because he is in a good manga. Yeah. But I think my favorite, my choice is the old man chapter for Monster Tamer Girls, where just Mm. for one chapter, there's like this little short story about an old man meeting like a monster that represents his son and dealing with the guilt that he may have caused the death of his son. And it's just like this really sweet and like surprisingly deep story Mm -hmm. in the middle of a very boring manga. It's connected to to nothing. You know what? I think that's fair. I, I'm happy to give it to that. Yeah. Fuck you, Bill King. Monster Chamber Girls getting its first win of the night. This is the first win for Monster Tamer Girls. Oh my god, do you ever think Monster Tamer Girls? Then they go up to the stage like, oh my god, I I never thought that I would win here, and then the band plays them off. Yeah, and then the vagina monster shows up and they have to like censor it on broadcast television. Oh no. The tentacle monster is who accepts the award. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> so I, oh, I want to forget that vagina monster, much like <laughs> how we are now going into, as Jordan hinted, most forgettable series with my nominations, Barrage, Monster Tamer Girls, and Neolation. David, David come on. I, I got to do the voice now. Oh, sorry. Most forgettable series. When you edit, I feel like you'll fix all the inconsistent audio and just redub it all. Yeah, whatever. So uh, you, we already got your nominations, Barrage, uh, Monster Tamer Girls, and Neolation. Mine are Hellward and Higuma, Godspeed, and Neolation. <laughs> I don't even know how I can forget Godspeed as much as I do. But I right? Because that series had some tickle biddies. That series had some crazy shit in it, but I completely forget about Godspeed. If you said write down and name every series <laughs> we have included in Shonen Flop, that series 100% would be mentioned. I very much would say with like 90% certainty, I would forget we ever talked about Barrage because <sighs> it's not even the most rememberable series by the My Hero Academia guy that we covered on this show. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, it's literally a middle child. The amount of times that I've thought about Barrage since we recorded that episode is zero. Exactly. All right. <laughs> and it's literally the, the forgotten middle child by the author. Even the name is forgettable. Is it Barrage or is it Bulge? It should be Bulge of the Warring Planets. If we kept it Bulge, we probably would remember the series. How do I forget this series so much when it's called Bulge? That's crazy. You gotta really be forgettable for that. I forgot how forgettable Barrage was. Yeah. <laughs> this is Barrage's first Next, we're getting a little bit creative as we get into the best six word summary. And the way that this worked is I nominated my three favorite, Jordan nominated his three favorite. And actually, we'll just have two awards where I will pick which of Jordan's three nominees I think was best. Jordan will pick which of my three he thought was best. Okay, okay, I like that. Yeah. Best six word summary. 
This was pretty hard. Mine was Zip Man. Lot of zip, lot of zap, no zop. <laughs> Build King, pedophile. This is having a bad foundation. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that, that's, it's easier to get when you see it on the page. <laughs> and Godspeed for It's a Piece of Holy Crap. Yeah, yeah. How about yours, Jordan? For Candy Flurry. How is Voltron not a Snickers? <laughs> My red sprite one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know where that's from. What if Luffy was a Zionist? And Double Tie say, both your Shogi, Angle, and Devil. <laughs> I think I need to give it you for your red sprite. What if Luffy was a Zionist? That was pretty great. I know. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, yeah. How about I yours? See. Oh, man. I gotta I gotta give it to the Zip Man one. A lot of zip, a lot of zap, no zop. I was really proud of that one. I do also want to give a special shout out to two of my six word summaries I really liked, but they were not six words, so I disqualified <laughs> them. We play by the rules. My first one is, for Red Spread as well, Thunderbolts and Lightning, very, very frightening bourgeoisie. I remember that one. It was good. So I have to give a shout out to um, actually Andrew Sherman from our Neolation episode, whose six word summary was four words, cracker voice, I'm in. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then speaking of ones that are less than six words, my all-time favorite and the only six-word summary I would say I can actively recall is, of course, from Ozu, My Hero's Utopia, where it was just, if I tried to make it six words, it would have been so much worse. David's really proud of that one. It's a good one. I, yeah. yeah, I tell Rachel about that one a lot. The winners of this are Jordan and David. This is their first win of the night. They are now fighting over the floppy <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> Jordan's just going to add a bunch of weird narration shit while he's editing it, and I'm going to be like doing my past be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't got to add anything. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now then, though, let's turn it to the community where this is actually a recent trend. So next year, we'll probably have a much more fruitful category where we are giving the best community six word summaries. But before we do that, we want to give an extra special shout out to member of the show, Tucker. Oh, yes. Where Jordan and I have both wanted to name what our personal favorite six word summary Tucker has written this year. So listener, right now what I would like you to do is imagine that we're just, we're all looking at like this big screen and just you see a montage of clips of Tucker who, imagine in your head your own vision of what Tucker looks like. And it's just Tucker laughing, Tucker having fun, Tucker looking at the camera, stoic. And then there's like cursive writing as it says, Tucker's best six word summaries. Thank you, Jordan. And mine is from... Of course, Cobb and Dolphin, where Tucker said, what if God was one porpoise? That was a really good one. Yeah. How about you, Jordan? Monsters stole these girls' distinguishing features. <laughs> That's pretty good. Tucker has actually provided us a acceptance speech for his award for best Tucker six-word sermon, which we will play now. Wow, this statue really is heavy. Thanks to everyone believing in me. Thanks to David, Jordan, my cat. Writing summaries is tough, but rewarding. Six words short, but words powerful. Look forward to writing more summaries. And once again, fuck Build King. And now to actually turn it to the community. Best community six-word summary. This is for you! This is for you, listener! This is all you out there! DJ Khaled's getting up. Oh my god. No, he's just taking a piss. We the best! <laughs> Shall I read off my nominations, Jordan? Yes. 
So my first one is for Red Hood from Agpa, aka Adam, who said, Huffed, puffed, and blew the pacing. Mm. For Candy Flory, T. Wolfwood said, Lollipops are robotic mechs. Wait, what? <laughs> and finally, also from Red Hood, Hassan, who said, I'm stuck, big bad wolf Oni Chan. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I think we know which one won. I think we know which one won. <laughs> uh, my nominees are by T. Wolfwood for Double Tie Say. So he ends up in jail. <laughs> so T. Wolfwood getting a nominee no matter what. I love it. And then here's one from Adam from Monster Tamer Girls. How to train your nuclear metaphor. Like that. And then, yeah, Hassan from Red Hood for I'm Stuck Big Bad Wolf on each. I will also point out we nominated the same people. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think because I was saying Hassan wins the Shona Flop Award for best community submitted six word summary. Hassan wins. We'll try to see if we can track him down and see if he can give a little uh, award speech. My friend. Friends, I'm sorry to say that our friend Hassan could not be here to accept his floppy in person, so instead he has sent me a message to give to all of us. And he asked me to do it in a British accent, thank you all, and I can only apologize. And to, to that I say, you're welcome Hassan, and thank you for apologizing. It was necessary. This is Hassan's first. Floppy. Might not be his only nomination for the night. We'll see. Ooh. Man, Hassan's really great. Hassan's good. Actually, as the thing I hinted to where we go into best episode. Best episode. This is the big one, folks. This is what it's all about. And my nominees were Double Art. There you go, Hassan nominated go. again. <laughs> Bill King with Great Big Sword and Double Tie Say with Tim Bat. That was uh, that was almost on my list. My three nominees were Build King, Tokyo Shinobi Squad with Alex Patak, yep. and Look Back with uh, Jeff Thu from Mother's Basement. Oh, those were all really solid. Listener, you should all listen to them right now after you finish th- this episode. Yeah. I got to give it to Build King. When people ask to like listen to an example of the show I sent on the Build King episode. <laughs> The Bill King episode was just so much fun. It was such a yeah. blast to do. I think we all did a really good job on that episode. I've listened to the Bill King episode, like, on my own. So, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You listen to our own podcast? What a fucking loser. I know, right? Like, I'm proud of my products or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try to have some pride in myself, David. God! Very well earned by Great Big Sword. He would like to also give a speech. I am so thankful that all y'all hated Bill King just as much as me. This is perfect timing because I got the rest of the Kicking Stones gang on a call right now. Love it. Love it. Uh, Yeah, thanks again for this prestigious award. Back to y'all. The winner is Build King and Great Big Sword. This is Build King's. This is Build King's second floppy, and it might not be its last. David, I see. I see big things in Build King's future tonight. Yes, I also want to say, by the way, that uh, Great Big Sword's real name is Derek. So, also, just want to give him full credit with his actual name as well. Correction: Great Big Sword. Oh, uh, yeah. You don't have to correct that, it's fine. Um, okay, <laughs> so the next award is another Shonen Flop Meta Award where we are nominating our favorite cover art of the year. Best cover art. 
I actually thought we had three artists this year, and I wanted to res- nominate my favorite piece from all three of them. And of course, Jordan, you, there was an expectation. You did that. Okay. But I thought yeah. that was like a good way to approach it. Uh. So I, for <laughs> Shannon, nominated Candy Flurry for Jennifer, Double Arts, and for Merlai, Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin. These are all uh, these are all strong contenders for mine. I didn't know that David was going to do this, so now I feel like an asshole for not doing that. But anyway, <laughs> I think all three of mine are from Shannon. So the first one is the Zitman relook. I really like what she did there. Oh yeah, that was just like a really like well designed professional looking piece of art. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Number two is Look Back. It's just gorgeous. It just looks like a really nice manga panel. Mm-hmm. And then number three was I Tell C because she uh, Ioli looked like uh, looked like Dexter. That was good. Ioli, 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 Ioli. Those are some really good ones. So I think this is the first one where there isn't any overlap. Yeah, I really want to say though the Candy Flurry just man Shannon put so much effort into that art. You can give it to the Candy Flurry one, and, that, and it looks great. So, congrats to Shannon for winning for Best Shonen Flop Cover Art. This is Shannon's first floppy. <laughs> Her only one of the night, actually. And ever, probably, because she's not being <laughs> artist anymore. Yeah, that's probably actually her only floppy, but, you know, most people don't even get one, David. That's true. So, next up, we have the big three, as they call them, starting with worst series. And so, this means this is a series that, from a critical standpoint, was the worst thing. The fact that if it was fun to read, doesn't matter, or if it was a good episode, this is the series that was the biggest pile of dog shit we read this year. Worst series. Okay. And the nominees are, no surprises here, I had Build King, Bokasan, and Tokyo Shinobi Squad. Oh boy, what did I have? Oh man, I came very close to that. Uh, I had Build King, Bokasan, and Biichi. So you remember Biichi wasn't good, but you forgot that its art also was kind of shit. I knew its art sucked, I just mean that the art got got a little bit better like halfway through. That's fair. Yeah. I assume we're going to turn this into Build King versus Bokasan. Yeah, and I gotta give it to Build King. Yeah. Also, the artist was a pedophile, so he can go fuck himself. There's really nothing good at all you can really say about Build King. Yeah, you got a pedophile, like... It's a series that's also just really fun to shit on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the winner is Build King. Build King. This is Build King's... <laughs> the third win of the night. <laughs> this is Build King's... Third floppy. Bill King sweeping the floppies. So next up, we have the award that I think most people like the idea of us having this award where we are doing best worst series. So this is the series that was not good, but oh my God, was it a fucking time reading it. Best worst series. My nominations are to piss Jordan off. I tell C. Oh, fuck you. Ozu. <laughs> And Teenage Renaissance David. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> My nominees were Tokyo Shinobi Squad, Build King, and Neru Way of the Martial Artist. <laughs> so let me vouch for mine is I think Teenage Renaissance David. That was actually a late change based on someone's awards community suggestion because it is not a good series, but it is a very fun series to have experienced reading. 
So here's the thing. First of all, I'm looking at my list, and I don't know why I put Build King when Airway the Sand Martial Artist on there. I feel kind of dumb about that, but... Yeah, it's okay. This is where Tokyo Shinobi Squad lives. I always tell people, Tokyo Shinobi Squad, that's the series where they go to a terrorist town where everyone in town is a fucking terrorist. Counterpoint, Teenage Renaissance David has Mike, has David riding mannequin piss like a surfboard and accelerate so fast from his piss stream they get lost in the woods and have to hike back to Tokyo. Okay, okay, double counterpoint. The things that are good about Teenage Renaissance David are things that are supposed to be good. That is the author succeeding in being funny in those moments. The things that are enjoyable about Tokyo Shinobi Squad are when the author just completely fucks up and does a really stupid, insane thing. You know what, Jordan? I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. I'm all about best of the worst, okay? I know this shit, you know? This is Tokyo Shinobi Squad's only floppy. Fuck Tokyo Shinobi Squad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and now, can I get a drum roll, please? Because we are talking about best series. Best series. This is tough. This is a hard year. We have Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin. <laughs> Double Taisei in Mora King. Really? I had hard-boiled cop and dolphin, double Taisei, and Mora King. What did we say wasn't a flop this year? Red Hood? <sighs> that was on the borderline. Uh, I, I mean, I said Candy Flurry wasn't a flop. I think you said that was the case. I obviously said ITLC wasn't either. Um, Let me look at the candidates. So let's see. Candy Flurry, maybe. Uh, let's see. Hard-boiled cop, obviously. Mora King, yeah. Wow, we read a lot of dog shit. We read a lot of dog shit this year, didn't we, folks? So, Jordan, though, I don't think there's much debate, because I think we know what we're going to agree on is the best series we've read this year. Hard-boiled cop and dolphin? Yeah, Shonen Flop 2021 Series of the Year goes to Hard-boiled cop and dolphin. Hard-boiled cop and dolphin, the best series of Shonen Flops, the best series that the Shonen Flop boys read in 2021. <laughs> this is, this is uh, I don't know, what is this? One, two, three, four. This is their fourth win. Yeah, there we go. Yeah! Oh, man. Come up to the podium. Come up to the podium. Wow. Look, look at this. Oh, my God. You really are a massive dolphin, aren't you? Wow. He's just surfing up. Whoa, look at that. Oh, oh, and look, oh, and uh, Nanase's shirt's already coming, coming loose, you know. You know how it is in hard-boiled cop and dolphin land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Jordan, though, is there anything else, or should we wrap up this wonderful night of winners by just recapping all of the nominees, or recapping all of the awards and winners? I'd like to thank you guys, you listeners, you know? Yeah. The fact that we can even get to this point is fucking insane. We really couldn't do this show without you. So I want to give a really big thanks to T-Root, though, for explicitly saying, hey, will you guys do an end-of-the-year award? Good-ass idea. It was a great idea, and I'm so glad that we got it, because doing this was a ton of fun, and it was a really great way to break it up. And though, we also will say that we are off next week, if you are listening to this in real time. If not, you can just pretend we didn't say anything. (laughs) So you guys should all check out, though, either our best episode, our Build King episode, or check out our episode on the winner of Best Series, Harpo, Cop, and Dolphin. Both great episodes with some great guests. You can also... 
Check out uh, all our list, all of our episodes, except for our first few, because those ones suck. Oh, and also a big thank you to Joey for introducing us to Hardwell Cop and Dolphin as well. Yes, thank you so much, Joey. That series rules. And with that, Jordan, do you just want to recap the awards and winners, and then we'll call it a night? So, for best dad, that went to Orpheus from Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin. Worst female depiction went to Nehru, Way of the Martial Artist. Best art goes to Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin. Worst art goes to Build King, of course. Mangaka with the most potential for a hit in their next series, Double Taisei. Most improved went to Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin. Most wasted potential went to Teenage Renaissance David. The craziest ending went to the Hunter's Guild Red Hood. Sora of the Year went to the Old Man chapter in Monster Tamer Girls. The most forgettable series is, of course, Barrage. The best six-word summary went to both Jordan and David because we rule and it's our award and shut (laughs) up. The best community six-word summary went to Hassan. I'm stuck, big bad wolf (laughs) Oni-chan. The best episode went to Build King, again. Best episode cover art went to Candy Flurry. The worst series went to Build King. The best worst series went to Tokyo Shinobi Squad. And the best series of 2021 went to Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin. Wow, David, what an award show. Did you see any of that coming? Because I didn't. I 100% knew that Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin was going to clean this award. Damn, I guess you're right. <laughs> all right and with that i hope you all drive safe remember to tip your waiters and have a wonderful night and a great holidays if we don't see you before then yeah exactly and hey hey guys keep on flopping floppers awards edition bye bye